Hey leaders, thanks for listening to our podcast. So whether you've had a great year and you're looking forward to that momentum taking you into next year, or you haven't had a great year and you're not exactly sure why, mapping out your direction for next year is super important. And obviously we call that strategic planning. Sometimes though, asking yourself the questions to reflect on what happened last year and then what you want to do next year can be really hard. So we created an assessment at compassleadership.coach called the Momentum Map. So if you just go to our website and look for the Momentum map button, you can click on that and get started right away, clarifying where you were last year and what you want to do next year. It's super simple and super easy and gets you moving in the direction that you need to go with clarity. We'll even send you a personalized plan to help you next quarter. So check out compassleadership.coach or click on the link in the description. And now on with the show. Welcome to Real Construction Talk. I'm your host, Jeremy Yoder from Compass Leadership, and we're glad to have you on today. And um, so we have been talking about our framework at uh, Compass Leadership, and our, our main premise here is that your business should give you life, liberty to help you pursue your happiness. And we've talked through giving you life and what gives you life in your business or what sets you up to give you life is management. Most of your main problems, I'm sorry, are going to come from what we would call people problems or culture problems. So to solve a first M of management being a problem, the five, three M's again, I'm sorry, the three M's are a money problem a management problem or a mapping problem. If we talk about management, um, how do you avoid the management problems? You hire well and get the right people in the right seats. But even before that, you raise a hand and you ask yourself, where are you really at in your management style and who you are as a manager, as an owner? And then if you have more managers than yourself, if you have foremen in places or a a leadership team in your office, what do they look like as managers and leaders? And do you have the right people in the right spots to maintain a solid team in a solid company? And uh, so we talked about that episode 19, episode 20, episode 21. Uh, We got into a little bit more of the hiring. What does it look like? to put the right people in the right seats. What's a hiring process, an onboarding process look like? How quick do you do that? Um, Some thoughts on hiring quickly, but with knowledge. Um, Thinking about the positions that you're going to need, defining those positions, uh, working out five or six positions this year, next year type of a thing, getting really ready for what you're going to do, how you're going to grow your company. And then, Also then looking at, okay, so what type of person do I need? (laughs) What are the skill sets that they need? Obviously in the trades, they need to be a skilled worker in certain things, but also what kind of character, what kind of person do you want uh, in those positions? They need to be an introvert or they need to be an extrovert. Do you have a lot of introverts? You need an extrovert on that team or on that crew. Uh, Do you have a lot of extroverts? You need some introverts on that team uh, because everybody's talking all the time. Uh, And your foreman would obviously uh, be a sounding board on on what you actually need in those positions. So leaning on your 
your people to help you make decisions about who you're hiring in, um, uh, making um, a, when it comes to growing a larger company, creating a pipeline of, of possible employment uh, from trade schools, high schools in the area, those type of things is an idea, uh, episode 21 also. And then um, also utilizing your current staff um, and incentivizing them to bring great people to the table. And um, that works really, really well because now they're only bringing people they know, like, and trust to the table. And uh, as long as they meet the criteria of the position that you need and the person that you need, uh, you're cooking with gra- you're cooking with gas, man. That's going to be a good thing. So there's some ideas here to help you bust that management problem. And obviously in coaching, we go much deeper into some of these things. There's all surface level stuff to get you thinking if you're having problems with management or with people right now. Hopefully these will be some keys to unlock a few doors for you to walk through and just get better at personal management and managing other people and doing the right hiring. Um, Because that's what we're here for. We're really, really desire to see you guys kick some butt and build great companies to become world-class leaders that that lead world-class companies. That's what we want to see here. So yeah, that's what it's about. So today we're going to talk a little bit about now we've talked about life. If you get the management thing right, it's going to give you life. How about liberty? What is liberty? It's freedom, right? (laughs) Freedom of what? time freedom and money freedom. Now, we already talked about that first stem, that first money problem, um, how to solve some of those things. You can go back to, I believe, episode 19 on that. Um, But um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the second part of that, a time freedom. I mean, raise a hand virtually if you don't have enough time in your day to do the things, all the things that you have to do. Right, I'm raising my hand virtually too. Uh, there's there's so much to do. There's so much I could do. So much I want to do. Right. There's so many things that. What is the best thing to do next? And if I don't do that, is that going to be a problem in the future? All those questions start to crop up. But we're going to look at productivity today a little bit, and I'm going to give you a couple again, some hopefully some some practical ways to begin to think about your day, practical ways to start thinking about productivity as a leader, Um, not just for your people, but for you as a leader. And we're going to go there on a couple things. Uh, We're going to go into some, uh, you know, the concepts of mental capacity and, and productivity and mindset. Mindset is so important. We do what our mind sets to do. We make a decision and that's how things get done. So if we don't make a decision on something, then we're probably not going to do it or just gonna wait for something to happen. So we have the ability to determine what we're going to do next. And that's what we're talking about when it comes to productivity, but it's a mindset thing. If we say there is not enough time in the day, then there won't be enough time in the day. If we say, I'm gonna find time today you'll find time. If you say, I don't have enough time to go on a vacation and your wife is like, I need to have a vacation like now or we're done, you're probably going to find some time to take a vacation, right? Or a kid's thing or or whatever it might be. 
um, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and, and you got to take care of things and you'll find time for the things that are super important. Uh, it's like I took this memory course in college where it was like, um, well, I know it wasn't in college. It, uh, that was a, a whole different thing where it was uh, basically the first thing about memory is to trust yourself in your memory. And so I had to go through this process of saying, I kept saying, man, I am, I just don't remember things well. I don't remember things well. I don't remember people's names. So the first thing they taught was you have to start telling yourself that you can do this. You may not be good at it yet, but you can be good. So change your mentality by changing your speech, the things that you say, which are very important. Um, so I started to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to be good at remembering people's names. And you wouldn't believe that it actually started to happen. And then I reset, or it kind of recessed for a while. It kind of went away and I forgot about the process that I used to remember people's names or remember certain things when I was reading or um, even in the news, if I'm watching the news or something, I want to remember something. And I had to trust myself again going, okay, you know what? I, I can remember things. I've already proven that I could. I just have to make sure I'm doing it. Ah, got to do the work. So we're going to do some work today in thinking about productivity and, and what that looks like. So mindset. Mindset is what starts this whole thing. So again, who would like to have more time in their day, right? We all want more time in our day to do the things that we need to do. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, talking about mindset, who out there would say that it is, is it hard to make money or is it easy to make money? I would probably assume here that most of you out there would say it's hard to make money. So what about productivity? Um, is, can you find time in your day? Is there enough time in the day to get everything done? And I would venture that you would say, no, there's not enough time to get everything done because you keep doing things and then more things come up and more things come at you and more things come at you. But what's the truth here? There are people who make more money doing similar businesses uh, like yours, right? And they do the same work as you and they have, and they make more money. So the truth is that it's like, that you can't make more money. And I'm saying that you, you got to do the work, obviously, but you can make more money and it's out there for you to make. So is it easy to make that money? Ask them. <laughs> I bet they say it's probably is as easy as what you're doing right now. It's the same amount. It's the same thing. So the same thing is with productivity. How do you find time in your day? You create it by what you want. That's the truth. There are people out there who have multiple businesses doing multiple things and they only have the same amount of time that you have in the day. So without killing yourself by not sleeping and not eating, um, without destroying your family or relationships by having a social life and <laughs> still having a social life, can you get these things done? And the answer is yes. I'm just going to tell you straight up. The answer is yes. You can do this. And here are a few things you can do to help you do this. Um, and, and as we go through these things, um, remember that 
you have this is not just a one shot take your notes and then go do this type of a thing over time you'll get better at developing these ideas that I'm going to be sharing today when it comes to productivity uh, a couple of my mentors poured into me over a, a couple years uh, different methodologies of becoming very very productive do I use them all the time I gotta say no but when I get into a season of a sprint, you better believe I'm falling back on these things. And the number one thing that highly effective people utilize in their day-to-day things are called habits. What is a habit? A habit is something that you install in your life that you naturally do, right? On my morning routine, my morning habit is I wake up at a certain time fairly similar every day. Um, I make my side of the bed if my wife is not up yet. I go to the bathroom. I make coffee. I sit down and I think about my day. I drink my coffee. I give about a half hour to the news or so and then I'm in doing my work and I go. Now, are there caveats to that? Of course there are, there are different things, but that's my normal waking up process. That's just, that's just the first half hour of my day. So what, you begin to think about, okay, so what things do I need to install in my life, habit-wise, that will get me pointed in the direction of what I wanna do? Some people say, well, just get up earlier and just do those things, but if you don't have a habit of that, if you don't set a habit in, then it will only last a short amount of time. You have to build in a habit. I recently went through a, a big health um, a transformation, uh, and I had a coach that was working with me on helping me get more healthy and lose some weight. And in, in three months, I lost 30 pounds. And, um, and I wasn't huge, but I wanted to be sharp for this next season in my life. And he helped me install some habits about eating. And the first one was recognition. I didn't realize how much I was eating at every, uh, every day, you know, not just at every meal, but in throughout my day, the snacks I had, the end of day eating frenzy that I would go through with, with snacks and things like that. After dinner, I ate a lot of calories. So recognition was the first part of my thing. So Take some time and take inventory. What does your day actually look like? And if you're a business owner, you may be going, well, it's hit the button and go. From I'm getting already getting texts when I wake up. I got this person pulling on me. I got that person pulling on me. I got to get my own things done for my business that I normally would have to do. It's just a chaotic mess. Whew. Take a deep breath. Are there things you can do to lower that chaotic mess and control what is coming at you. And I will, I will bet you that there are. You just need to think through this a little bit. So you're gonna need to take some time. I know I do, I say this a lot, you gotta process this stuff. You have to start thinking. You have to get alone and start thinking about some of these things. So habit number one, what's your morning routine look like? What are what do you want your morning to really comprise of? And you probably are doing something already that resembles some sort of a morning habit. That's something that you just kind of do every day. Maybe one or two or maybe three things. Um, but what things can you install in your life 
that really sets you on the trajectory of what you want for that day. So let's just say, for instance, if you want to be in the office at a specific time of day, um, and you're getting there at a decent time, what needs to happen before that to set you up for a solid day? Is there food involved? Is there coffee involved? Um, is there time with a loved one involved? Um, what is involving your morning time? What is going to set you up right? Um, I take a, a certain supplement. Um, I'm not going to name my podcast because they're not a sponsor right now. <laughs> That'd be great in the future. But there's a certain thing that I take supplement-wise to get my brain ready and moving before I start my work day. Um, and I've noticed when I've run out of that, it kind of throws me for a loop because it's kind of been the thing that I've been using and to help kind of get my day moving so I don't have to rely on coffee as much. Coffee is a killer because it gets you going for a little bit, but then you have to continue that the caffeine boost throughout your day or you'll have a big letdown at some point. Um, so trying to find, here we go, it's installing a habit of using something other than caffeine or just a little caffeine in the morning to keep your mind sharp as you go through your day. Just a little thing there for you. Um, so what are the habits that you need to install in your morning? And when I say install a habit, what I mean is it takes generally... Um, I believe it is 28 days for a, a, a true habit to be installed in your life. It has to be consistent for about 28 days before it becomes automatic. So the work becomes less and less and less of remembering to have to do it. It just automatically happens when you do it. Again, open-handed here because life happens. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in your week, and sometimes you have an early meeting. You gotta get to that early meeting. Happened to me this morning, six o'clock meeting. You know, I have to get up at five thirty and, and hit hit go. Um, that's okay. You know, I just did an abbreviated morning routine for myself, and then after that, got my workout in, uh, got my family time in, got those other things in after that. So still did the morning routine, but just in a different order, and that's okay. Then total openness here but what does it what does it normally normally look like install habits so you're looking at an overview what does your morning really look like what do you want it to be what does your daily stuff look like at the office what things are coming at you generally when do you do the work that you need to do when do you shut your door <laughs> when is it on do not disturb when do you through your week or your month say on these days, I'm not available because I'm doing other things. What does that look like? And if you're here saying, I can't do that, I can't, I have to run the whole thing. Well, now we're back to a management problem because you have to have people that can do the things that take stuff off your plate. So maybe your next hire is somebody that can take some of those things off your plate. So you spend less time working in your business and you're working on your business again. So installing those morning habits, installing habits during your day, and then number three, an evening routine. What does your evening look like? Is it doom scrolling where you're just scrolling on Facebook, you're scrolling on Instagram, watching dumb videos? There's nothing wrong with chilling out, I totally get that. Is it watching a, you know, a show with your family? Is it, uh, you know, whatever your evening routine is, look at it. Take a closer look at what you're doing with that time. And what could you be doing that makes it more fruitful? 
that makes it more preparing for the next day if you're really super busy, if you have a lot of things going on. What we're doing is we're installing these patterns in your life so that they become automatic. So you don't have to think about it, you just do them, right? They're just a part of your daily thing so that you can get more done. That's, a, that's habits, that's installing habits. I hope this was good for you guys talking about productivity and installing habits today on our podcast. Again, we're gonna be continuing to talk about our framework, give you life, give you liberty to do what? To pursue your happiness. Coming up, we're going to start talking about your mission, vision, values, because your happiness is involved when things are running and you're not stressed (laughs) and you're profitable and your family's intact and you're growing something that you can hand down to the next generation or to somebody else that you really care about and you're building legacy. And that's what can fill us up. Cool. All right. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, We'll catch you on the next one. Again, I'm Jeremy Yoder with Real Construction Talk, and we'll hopefully talk to you guys, or you'll hear my voice soon.